The Leap Foundation proudly presents the Meet the Mentor podcast with New York Times bestselling author, motivational speaker, and celebrity dentist, Dr. Bill Dorfman. Hey, Dr. Bill here. So we have a really special Meet the Mentor we'll get to in a second. For those of you who haven't seen this before, Leap Week 2019 will be July 21st to the 27th at UCLA. And one of the highlights of the program that students say year after year is their favorite, favorite part of the program is what we call a mentor workshop. And in this mentor workshop, we bring in about 100 different professionals from all walks of life to literally sit down and talk to students one-on-one -on -one about what they do. Uh, ben, I think you've been there two or three times, right? Yeah. And uh, it's pretty amazing. Every 20 minutes we rotate and students get a chance to talk to doctors and lawyers and screenwriters and actors and actresses and artists and all different kinds of professions to kind of give them a little bit of insight as to what these people's lives are really like. And so we kind of work all the way up to that leap week. And now what we've done is we've met some of these mentors and we've asked them to come in and do these Meet the Mentors as a kind of as a precursor to Leap Week. And uh, Ben has very generously um, come to Leap as a mentor um, three times. And ironically, he grew up with one of our other mentors, Sams Rabi, who's a dentist in the Texas area. And it's funny because I'm looking at this and uh, well, I'll just read through this and then I'll tell you the funny part. Uh, ben Salem grew up in Calabasas. He started selling real estate at the age of 22. Since receiving Rookie of the Year in 2001, Ben's increased his sales productivity to an uncommon level and is currently ranked as the top 1% of all agents in the Los Angeles area, which is amazing because there's thousands of agents in the LA area. Uh, ben founded the entertainment division of Rodeo Realty, and that's based out of Beverly Hills. And the funny thing is, it's spelled R-O-D-E-O. Psalms Dental Practices, and I think he's up to 22 now, is Rodeo Dental. So these guys have kind of the same name in their company. Um, and um, he's actually built out a very solid foundation with business managers, talent managers, and financial institutions in the, in the world of real estate. And the thing I want to talk about with you is, I mean, okay, real estate's an interesting thing. We can talk about that a little bit. But I think the thing that I like most about your story is finding this niche because that is a really important, important part of building a business and making it successful. For instance, mine is cosmetic dentistry. I mean, there's a lot of dentists out there, but my niche in dentistry, cosmetic dentistry, has become very, very profitable for me, and I've become known as the cosmetic dentist. So, first of all, how did you get into real estate? Um, I saw my father uh, as a hobby buying and flipping properties and he let me uh, try to flip one of these properties on my own and once I got a little taste of it I was immediately hooked and um, I thought I think I could I could do this let's try to do it so I got my real estate license and uh, actually I was just thinking on my way over here uh, if I had the LEAP program uh, available when I was coming out right out of high school I would probably save five to seven years because I think I was trying to you know reinvent the wheel 
and I didn't have a mentor, and and um, it takes a long time. No relationships, and it's basically pounding the doors and making relationships, doing it the old school way. Right. And you know, it's funny that you say that because we literally put in our literature a seven-year head start on life. Oh. And you're not the first person to say that. Mark Wahlberg, who came and spoke at LEAP this year, said, Doc, and Apollo Ono, the Olympic really? athlete, the most decorated winter Olympian in wow. history, said to me, Doc, <clears throat> if we had LEAP when I was a kid, I would have been even better. Right. I'm like, really? You have like 16 gold medals, but yeah. It's, so. it's, it's so true. It really is true. And even, and even now, I have a mentor. I've had a mentor for about 10 years. I think it's really important to have someone uh, give you accountability and stay on top of you and you know, just stay ahead and stay ahead. Cause Who, have, who's your mentor now? I have a guy by the name of Tim Harris who's been amazing. And he's taught me a lot of things, and I think it's really important to have those weekly calls and just grow and grow and grow and grow. And one of the things that that I constantly think about that he taught me many years ago is uh, a saying that I always think, and I think about it every morning when I wake up. Do what you don't want to do every day at the highest level, as many times as possible. Because most people don't want to do what they don't want to do, but that's the only way to continue growing and get to the next level. Totally. At LEAP, we always say successful people are willing to do the things that unsuccessful people won't do. Fully. And that's exactly it. So you started in real estate, which is an incredibly competitive area. I mean, most people that go into real estate literally drop out because they can't make it. How did you become successful in a market that was that competitive? I think, I think what's worked really well for me is um, adjusting with the real estate market. It's easy to make money in real estate when the market's going up, but there's different cycles. There's a cycle where the market's flat, then there's a cycle when the market uh, dies and everyone runs away. So knowing how to adjust and being ahead of the game. So when I first started real estate, I was driving a pickup truck and I didn't really have a nice suit, and I had one suit. And what I did was I parked my truck far away so no one would see it, and I would actually door knock 800 homes a month. And I would door knock, and I was young, and I looked really young. So that doesn't help, but um, I door knocked and I said, there's gonna be an In-N-Out truck burger here next week, and it's gonna be ha- I mean, I'm gonna be handing out burgers to everyone. And the people would say, why? I said, well, I'm your neighbor, and it's gonna be a great opportunity to meet all your neighbors. So uh, that year I sold 14 homes in that little tiny block. Okay, so the idea was, <laughs> You just told people, I'm gonna bring hamburgers, come out. Not with any intention of telling them anything about real estate, right. just to meet them. Make friends. Became friends with them, and then little by little, like, yeah, you know, oh, you're a realtor, I wanna sell my house. Right, and, okay. and, and that's, that's a part Genius. of, I was thinking about Leap. With Leap, you get to build relationships. And I'm looking for a way to build relationships and meet people, because those relationships, if that's what you have in life, that's the most important thing in, in life, it's rela- your relationships. So now I'm building these relationships. Well wait, where did you get the idea for the In-N-Out Burger truck? Did um, you just come up with it or? Well, I, I, first, start, I first showed up at the farmer's market and, and set up a little booth and then I got kicked out. And then I did that again but I wanted well, to pick up a What was the booth? You were like giving out food and then when people were like, hey, while you're eating, you wanna no, sell your house? <laughs> I was giving out flyers real, about all the real estate, everything that's for sale in a five mile radius. Why would they kick you out for that? Because I'm not selling food. 
Oh, I see. <laughs> they thought you were a food vendor and you're doing real estate. Got so I'm it. trying to figure out how am I going to meet people? I just want to meet people. So I thought, well, what if I just go door knocking and I'll use some sort of food idea? And that worked. But then everything was really well and I was making money. But then the recession came. Right. And now I said, how am I going to make money? I have a baby on the way. I have a mortgage now. Now what do I do? And it's been a year and I can't make a dollar. I can't, no one wants to buy, no one wants to sell. So what do I do? Uh, so I thought, well, the, the building relationships again, building relationships. I'm gonna do it the old school way because the old school way works. I'm gonna pound the doors again. So I went from state to state. I went to Dallas, Denver, Pittsburgh, Chicago. I just started hopping around, door knocking the big institutional banks and the hedge funds and, and basically saying, hey, can I have an opportunity to sell your distressed assets? The only inventory to sell was foreclosures. There's thousands and thousands of foreclosures to sell and right. someone needs to sell them. Right. So I thought maybe I could be that guy. So what I did was um, I started liquidating all my credit cards, took out money out of my credit cards and now I was in default on my home. And again, no mentor. I didn't know what I was doing, young. Right. And I thought, well, let's just take all the money I have. So I took out, out of all my credit cards, $75,000, and I used that to basically door knock from state to state. And after about six months, because I'm, I'm door knocking the wrong people all the time, I don't know where to go. So eventually I met this lady, and I think that she's the one. I think she's the rainmaker. So I um, showed up at her office, and she wouldn't see me. Showed up at her office the next day, and I'm going back to my hotel. No Ubers back then, just taking mm. taxis, right? right. And um, I come back the next day with a big cookie basket, and I sit at her office, and the receptionist says, she's not gonna meet with you. I said, I just need one minute of her time. She said, she's not gonna meet with you. So I waited for her to, to leave the office. When she left the office, I said, can I just have one minute of your time? And she said, sure, come in. And, I, and she said, do you know anything about foreclosures? I said, no. She goes, you know anything about evictions? I said, no. She goes, you know how to appraise properties? I said, no. I said, I'm not gonna lie to you. You're gonna, you're gonna figure it out. I said, but I'm hungry. And I just want an opportunity. Just give me an opportunity. She said, okay, I'll give you an opportunity. And she gave me one property. And I did a great job for her. And then the next day, I mean not next day, 30 days later, she gave me seven. And eventually that turned into about 20 different banks, another 10 hedge funds, and I was selling about 500 properties a year, consistently. Wow. And then I created different technologies to help stop real estate fraud. So I, was, I figured a way to, to give people money that were losing their homes. I started innovating new, new ways to help in the real estate industry. And, and I didn't realize I was, I was uh, giving so much back, and in return, I was also building my business at the same time. Where was her office? She was in Denver. In Denver? Yeah, but she gave me one tip. She said, hey, there's gonna be about five different hedge funds and, and four or five different banks at this one event in Florida, but they don't allow real estate brokers there or attorneys. No one's allowed in there. It's only those, the main people in the industry. Right. But if you could somehow get on that yacht where they're all gonna be and there's gonna be a casino night, you're gonna make some good friends there. So I got there and I snuck, on the, I snuck onto the yacht, they kicked me out. 
And then I said, I'm going to try this again. I am already here, you know? All right. I snuck in through the back, and I got busted again. And I just want to build relationships. I just want to build relationships. So... Let me guess. You went and bought a waiter's outfit, and you went in as a waiter. <laughs> that would have been really genius. I think about that. That would have been really good, actually. <laughs> I did that after 9-11 really? as a pilot. And really? I mean, not as well. The lines... <laughs> so the problem is I was lecturing all over the country, and I was missing my lectures because the, the lines were so long. So what I did is I just would always wear black pants, white shirt and a black tie and I would go through where the flight attendants went. And I was young enough, I looked like a flight attendant. They never, and I got on all my flights. That's amazing. Yeah, anyhow, go on. How'd you get in? I want to try that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was never able to get in, but what I did do was um, I, I, called, I called American Express and I said, set up five limos in front of this boat to wait when everyone comes out and let's just recruit everyone to the after party. Genius. And that's it. So I created my own party. There you go. <laughs> and all of these friends that I've made are still my really close friends. And it's, you know, 10 years later. And Let, it's all you know relationships. what? I'm telling you, this is the thing. When I finished dental school, I grew up like we didn't have anything. I never traveled. I never, I didn't want to just like go practice dentistry. I heard about a residency in Switzerland. They had 400 applicants for one position. They would never give that to me. I had no experience. I didn't speak French. There was no reason they should hire me, yeah. right? So after sending like 30 letters of recommendation, I finally called the director and said, can I take you to lunch? He goes, you're in San Francisco. I'm like, I don't care. I'll fly out, which was a joke because I had no money. So he goes, yeah. So I borrowed money. I bought an airplane ticket. I flew there and he hired me. Isn't that amazing? Well, I was the only person out of 400 people that he actually got to meet. Right. Right? The face-to-face. -face. Yeah. The old school do way works. Do things that unsuccessful people are not willing to do. Right? That's it. That's awesome. So then you started this whole niche in real estate by dealing with celebrities, right? Yeah. So let's talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. So then I thought... Um, Who always has money, right? I said, Even I, in recession. Well, I went from selling you know 500 properties a year to thinking this the amount of hours that I work and the amount of staff that I have this is just it's not sustainable it's it's so much work I thought if I could sell a couple homes at 40 million 60 million just do a couple of those a year and not have a big staff I think that life would be a little bit easier and then I could you know hang out with my kids right. hang out with my wife that you know <laughs> and that was my goal so I said I'm gonna put all my energy into that side of the business but I wanted to be able to offer something that no one is able to offer. And I thought, what is the most important thing to celebrities? And that's, the most important thing is that they don't want anyone to know where they live. They don't want to be in the news. So I figured, how can I crack that code? So I hired a private investigator to figure out how TMZ finds out where people live. Genius again! <laughs> so, and it was really a simple formula. Once I was able to figure that formula, I, I started approaching entertainment attorneys and um, family law attorneys and business managers and uh, even people that write the trusts. Right. They don't write the trust right. It's pretty amazing. And I figured out a really simple loophole to protect my clients. And then I started pitching it to, to potential clients that I, I did not know. And these, and these entertainment uh, attorneys and business managers, they do not want to meet with me. 
another realtor. So again, I showed up at their door. <laughs> and that's it, because they're not going to pick up my call or return an email. Right. And uh, it's been so fun. So that's basically your business now. So instead yeah. of doing 500 homes, you're doing like 50 or 60, but they're high value homes. Exactly. Great. And it's fun. It's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, look it. I hope that you'll come to Leap again as a mentor. Um, if there are students watching this who are interested in real estate or have questions, what's the best way to reach you, Ben? Yeah, shoot me an email or call me. At? I'm here to help. Uh, ben at bensalemproperties.com. And I'll have Charlie put this on the screen Perfect. too when this airs. Hey, thank Good. you so much. Thanks for that. Um, how old are thank the you. kids now? Uh, nine, seven, and one. Awesome. Okay, yeah. well, in six more years, I want to see the nine-year-old at least. Oh, for sure. All right, for sure. Hey, Dr. Bill, over and out. To learn more about the Leap Foundation, go to leapfoundation.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.